Yo, it's CJ Today Slayer from the Upgrade America podcast. This episode, we're going to be diving into critical race theory, or as we renamed it, critical race system and reparations. So Cameron Rod got very raw on this one, you know, um, understandably so. You know, we're black Americans. This is a part of our history, our ancestry, and we need reparations. It's time. So, um, yeah, we're discussing it. It's going to make some people uncomfortable. It's not very popular with everybody, um, but that's what it is. This is life, right? So we hope you guys enjoy. Feel free to leave feedback. You know, we're on YouTube, Upgrade America Podcast. Y'all can Google us, YouTube us. We there. All right. Peace. Thanks for the support. Bing boom and we rolling. Every man is king as well, at least he should be. You don't gotta fear me. You don't gotta love me. But you gotta hear me cause I'm addressing the public. All rough and rugged, I'm big with no stomach. Ah, oh. nah. Say them bars, yo. You know what it is. It's Upgrade America. Greatest show on earth, yo. We here to tear it up. Here with CJ, the day slayer, man. What's going on? What up? What up? Hi, broski. We no here, swag. This is a gym shirt now. It's retired. I yeah. got some mileage on that Upgrade America shirt. I got vintage right here. You know one of the no, first. No, it's the collector's time. item. But, man, yo. What are we talking about today, man? Today we're talking about reparations, the case of why we need it. And we're going to explain critical race theory, which we'll get into, give a little bit of history and a little bit of uh, timelines and stuff like that. And then we're also going to talk about presidential candidates starting to pop up. No doubt how we're inspiring them to get up into this game and do their thing. But like, first and foremost, I want to say this to... uh, Every time we, we drop reparations, someone always wants to troll. It makes a certain group of people uncomfortable. And, you know, feel free to be offended. This is what it is. God bless the First Amendment. Let's get into it. Um, black people pay taxes. Just throwing that out there. So when the reparation package does drop, because it's going to drop, we are paying into it as well. It's not just a burden that white America must levy is everyone will collectively be paying towards that. Furthermore, pay it in Bitcoin, straight up and down. That's probably to be the, way, the most feasible way to do it. Print more money, that's worth nothing because you can print it into infinity and then buy something that has scarcity. There's only 21 million Bitcoin. America should buy them, it's gonna boost the value. Use a bit of that to pay reparations, upgrade America. Get it? Bloop. So we're just throwing that out there. But um, how does that tie into critical race theory? Okay, so let me share my screen here. Hopefully I do this correctly. I'm, I'm throwing the argument out there, too, that anyone who is a disprover of or disbeliever of critical race theory is a supporter of white supremacy. Oh, that's a bold statement, but I'll stand by it after CJ does his presentation. I I will defend it. Okay, let me see. Can you see the screen? I'm looking. I cannot. I see the black screen of. Well, we can't associate black with death. 
But uh, well, I just do it. I I'll read you. it real quick because it's acting crazy. Okay, Roy L. Brooks, a law professor, defined the term critical race theory in 1994, basically okay. as a collection of critical stances against existing legal order from a racist-based point of view. So basically, he coined the term critical race theory. So we're going to explore this in another quick description, really quick. This is from, I did a scholarly uh, Google search. You can do that, folks. Um, here we go. Critical race theory began as a movement of legal scholars and activists who studied the broad perspectives of race and racism in law and their relationship with power. Critical race theory is a movement of scholars studying race and racism. Critical race theory highlights race as a factor in inequality, emphasizes the impact of power dynamics in the context of race and other intersectional social identities and questions the foundations of the legal, liberal, and societal orders and challenges the notions of neutrality and equality. Critical race theory exposes the construction of whiteness as a symbol of purity, progress, and respectability exposed through historical context. Cool. In a nutshell. And real quick, reconstruction period, kind of where this all kind of kicked off. And Cam's going to have other timelines to go along with this and other events in Black American history, is reconstruction in 1863 to 1877 was the period of reconstruction. So this now, is kind of- You're referring to like after the Civil War, right? Yeah, pretty much, yep. So you can and take it away from there, sir. Just one more question. That reconstruction is because of damages from the, the Civil War. Mm -hmm. Like America mashed itself up. It really tore itself apart. It was a <clears throat> very bloody, devastating battle that um, yeah, you've been to Gettysburg, bro. Yeah, it, I uh, have. It's it's a lot to take in. It but is. I I made the hyperbolical statement that deniers of critical race theory are supporters of white supremacy, and I say that because of the historical evidence laid before us. It's undeniable, right? So let's just go back in time. Right, we're talking about slavery and the transatlantic slave trade, the 17th to the 19th century, right? And we're talking about the federal government came around in the in the 1700s. Yeah, papers were signed in 1776, but ink really wasn't dry until like 1790s. Notwithstanding, the same federal government that's around today had people like you and I and they sat down and they made rules and regulations for slavery. They looked at people who look like me and CJ and say, yeah, y'all not even people. Like, you're not even counting y'all. Y'all you're subhuman. You only have souls. Like this is what regulators were talking about in man, but it ain't no critical race theory. It's a myth. Racism and all that it's it's a myth. Right. I digress. Let's move forward. Late 19th century to the mid 20th century. And we're talking about Jim Crow laws. This is like, and this is why I say anyone who's like, no, critical race theory is a myth. It's a freaking boneheaded moron. 
again, these are legislators, groups of people who are getting her out, sitting in a room thinking, how can we make life more miserable for black people? Can't have them as slaves no more. Sure as heck don't want them voting. How can we make their lives miserable? What can we make sign into law? Hence the Jim Crow laws. Do your due diligence, you boneheaded morons who think, oh, there's no critical, that that is a lie. Now, now let's move forward to the racial and violent lynching that still exists. I, I want to say one of the last uh, reported lynchings in Mississippi was a very, uh, I want to say 2019. Yeah. I, I heard I'm something on, on the radar for that. But it exists just, I could almost say to this God blessed very day. Yeah. But you want to tell me, nah, man, like, that people uh, established groups, organized individuals and, and things. No, they had no advantage to, to go in and, and terrorize, disenfranchise newly freed slaves. What does a newly freed slave have? What do slave communities have to defend themselves and hold stuff down? No, but these coward yellow bellied I don't even know how to describe such such scum. They want to kneel and oppress the weak. And then so self-righteously, oh, there's no critical race theory. We were all all righteous and, and, and nice and no man, you are some Lord help you. If there is a God and a Jesus, man, he's gonna rule. Y'all will pay for the sins of your fathers. And then them reparations, we getting them in Bitcoins. Let's move forward. Segregated education, late 19th century to the mid 20th century. Shout out to Joe Biden, who's like still alive when they're passing legislation. He may have even been in office when they're making legislation about, uh, how do you say, black. Can't use black because you took my black card. I didn't vote for you. Yeah. But anyways, you are alive when they're making legislation saying kids who look like us have to go to these these garbage schools and get a poor education. This is legislation. This is the system that is coming down on people who look like us. And you want to deny that? You're a bonehead moron. You must fail history. Let's move forward. Civil rights movement, 1950s, 1960s. Fight for it in 20, God bless the 23, but rainbows and unicorns trying to interfere and trying to try and smear it out so they can't see our pain, they can't see our struggle. I was born like this and put on no freaking wig, no lipstick, and crying about rights. I was born mm. like this. Y'all want to kill me, want to run up in grocery stores, shoot people who look like me because we're replacing you. You're a coward. You do your history. Let me digress. War on drugs, mass incarceration. This is a system that is coming down on people who look like me. But I tell you now, sure as your government is broke, y'all selling drugs, y'all out there selling weed, bet you're gonna start selling cocaine, whatever you gotta do to get next to this next hump because it's gonna be hard. But that is the system coming down on people that look like me. We were freed, we got no reparations, we had the law crushing us down for centuries. And yo, we gonna get our money, we'll take it in Bitcoin. But how dare you 
How dare you self-righteous cowards say that the system has never come down on people who look like me. Do your due diligence, do your history, and y'all gonna, y'all gonna pay them reparations, we'll take it in Bitcoin. Upgrade America. God bless America. You got anything else to add? <laughs> Cornell West, yo man, I can't say you got my vote, but yo, I'm glad to see you throw your hat in the ring. You know, it's your platform was rather cliche, rather basic. It's I've heard all those things before, and the American people, they've heard it too. Shock and awe us. Give us something radical, something wild. Give us some fire, some fury. Don't give us the same pacey. You trying to sell a book or something? That's what I feel like. Yo, you gonna sell a book? push something out no man are you really gonna really gonna take this this white house and paint it black i don't know but um my thoughts you know we upgrade america we 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 out here but i'm curious to see who else throws their hat in, into the ring. i think it's marianne williamson who was in the 2016 race was it 2020 race um you have the east indian guy i forgot his name on the republican side Mike Pence. There's a, a a brother who looks like us on the Republican side as well. Got his I don't recall his name. Tom yeah. is something on. Oh, is it Tim Scott? Is he running? Maybe it might be him. I think he's a senator from South Carolina. You got Nikki Haley, former senator, former I think ambassador, right running on. from South Carolina. Then you have Trump, obviously Ron DeSantis. Mm. Um. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think this is the thing. Biden obviously is running. This is the thing with Cornell West. If he gets into the debates, it's a wrap. He got to get to the debates, though. If he can't mm. get in there. Now, is he running as a Democrat? No, he's running independent. He's running a third party or non-party affiliate, something like that. So then he will get far. He can ride this thing to the wheels fall off. Now, yeah. I would commend him for that. Um, I, I hate to, to loop around back to um, this critical race theory thing, but it's like if you're denying critical race theory and you're saying that the system provided no disadvantage to people who look like us, essentially you're saying we're inferior. So call it what it is. And I, I dare you to, to, to come out and just say, how you feel i will say this based on us discussing this and just hearing this for years pretty much what since 2020 is where it really went up hearing this term a lot mm-hmm. um you can go one better it's not even a theory it's practice so mm-hmm. when you think a theory you think of possibly no yes. this is practice so if you drop the theory this is just American life. <laughs> you, you can just supplement it to critical race system and then just call it what it is. And, and then, uh, um, and just the idea of woke, how they conflate, how you hear, especially the right, um, say woke a lot, right? So that's what burns me up because woke is really a, a black American thing. Yes, and that's what I said. I don't like that they're intermingling these uh, these two conflicts. And, and by all means, you know, uh, 
LGBTQ community, go out there, fight the good fight, but don't drag us into your fight. And, um, you know, like, don't, don't prioritize us last. Mm-hmm. On top of that is, is what I, I feel. Yeah, that's what's always been happening. Like, if you even look at a simple observation for this month, right? You know how we celebrate something different each month, like different cultures, different whatever. So yeah. it's Black History Music Month, hmm. Juneteenth this month, but it's Pride Month. They couldn't have found another month. I'm not saying you can't celebrate that, but why does it always have to be where our stuff is? Not for nothing. Like our Black History Month got cut. It's the shortest month in, in in the year, and it's like it's really glossed over. And it's you know another interesting thing as you were talking about education with critical race system. <laughs> Not yeah, here. that's what we're gonna call it now, right? Yeah, we're gonna start calling that the system of critical race. Um I find it ironic that if you talk to most of our elders, they were better educated in those poor schools, in those segregated schools with less resources mm-hmm. than today, how we grew up miseducated, if you want to break it down, and then progress to 2023, how we are even more like uh, they're sanitizing history, they're omitting history. So you think about that, you think about when we had segregated education, we had better education because you had teachers that cared and they knew they had less resources compared to our generation where we had the resources, but they still decided to miseducate us. And then you come to 2023, now they're trying to eliminate everything in history and everything like that. So I just find that very ironic. Now, I don't subscribe to it, but I'm just curious if it was truly separate but equal. Mm -hmm. Do you think kids would get a better education? Yeah. I will say that only simply because of going through school. And there's something to be said when you're taught mythology from K through 12. And then me as an adult finding out like all this history that our ancestors have that we have no idea about. All the inventions, all this stuff, yes, it would totally make a difference. There is a big gap. I'm I'm gonna I will agree with you, like I didn't learn about Black Wall Street until like I was an adult. Like till I was grown. And there's so many stuff in that really big gaps I was I felt that was left out. But I would argue that some of the biggest lessons you learn in school is how to deal with different people. And if we only have segregation, then, you know, the real world, it ain't, uh, you know what I mean? Unless you have these black communities, but even then, it's like you limit yourself because then you're only built to move around, you know, certain people. So it's like... Mm-hmm. You and I, we, we were privileged to, we, we got to slide in and out of cultures all around the world. True. And I think everyone should have that opportunity to have the closed mindset of, I'm only going to be in this boxes. Yeah. It's an unfair life to... to, to and it's, I, it's really tricky because of the treatment of Black students as well, which is 
exposed all the time in education. Matter of fact, I was a victim of it. Mm. When I moved from Maryland to South Carolina, they thought I was special ed, special need, all this. What I didn't realize, I came from a different curriculum in Maryland, which was actually ahead compared to <laughs> South Carolina. You're like, man, so, we doing calculus. What is this? Yeah. So th- I forgot what grade it was. Second, think second grade. So I had to test to prove my intelligence coming to a new school, a new place, all this stuff. And the same teacher, her daughter, her her daughter and I are the same age. We went through school all the way together, right? I just found that ironic. And then my older cousin went through the same thing with the same teacher before I got there. So I just find that if we if we did have separate but equal, it would have been interesting to see how that played out. And then find a way to but find a way to intermingle with other schools somehow. But at the same time, I get your point of being around different cultures does make a big difference because I can't live nowhere just one culture. Mm. Like it kind of bugs me. Like if I'm living just one place to one culture, like I'm so used to diversity now. So yeah, I kind of need that, kind of need that diversity as well. I'm I'm drawn to it, drawn from it. I'm kind of like. The whole distance learning thing, yeah, I think kids should go to, you know, physical schools. At the mm-hmm. same time, you know, having some remote stuff in there, that's a way that you can give everyone access to the same information. And this goes back to another Upgrade America point that we've been making about education. Once again, I'm probably going to have to write our congressman about online voting. <laughs> You know and about uh, teaching proper history and Ameri- American education. If Cam and I came up with this, if you teach K through 12 trade schools and universities, American history from every ethnic group's contributions written by their scholars as a living, breathing, ongoing history like updates like windows updates or apple updates or whatever i can see that i feel like america would be way better than it is because now you have a foundation where everybody sees everybody's history compared to not knowing anything curriculums are sticky i like the idea it's just uh you gotta make it appropriate for each age well, yeah, I mean, that's obvious. You do it in school anyway, how you teach stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, because it's like... Uh, it's gruesome. You're right. Can't be too, it can't be too real. Because I think that's what makes a lot of... I'll be straight up. I think it makes white people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a white person. But I think, like, talking about the brutality and... Because it's grimy. When you really look at history, how yeah. people in power like not just government but wealthy individuals wealthy plantation owners and how they they treated people you know just bred them like animals sold them off separated their families sold off babies rape and murder and 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 all that it has to make you uncomfortable 
has yeah. to make you uncomfortable bit. And then because what we sing these songs, oh the land of the free, but we got millions yeah. locked up in, you know, slave prisons is a hypocrisy that must make you sick to your stomach. And that's why you don't want to talk about it. That's why you want to gloss over it and pretend it doesn't exist and pray to white Jesus, but it's only like we 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 need to uh, resolve this and I think reparations are a good start. Yeah. But I ran about this whole thing, touchy subject, but it's like I almost lightweight resonate with the right. The left is like I, I although I voted for Obama back in the day, we've mm-hmm. long washed our hands from uh you know, yeah. from the Democratic Party. But then it's like when I hear the comments coming from the right, I'm like, You guys are equally moronic. Like how can I lend you my power? They <laughs> when you foresee the type of society that they want to they want to enact like it's I don't know upgrade America um, thoughts man well as far as a reparations package yeah um, definitely should consider us tax free protected legally black Americans should be protected by law um land um business grants not loans grants um what else thing is all that is fine and dandy yeah but they I mean money too they could take all that like huh? land they could take all that but the bitcoin is that's sovereignty that's sovereignty right there, man. They can't take that. But um, like I said, I don't understand. I don't know, but there's something we we really need to we need to discuss. If you really want to keep your reputation as as a just sovereign nation, then you need to do what just sovereign nations do and repair relations with the the, the party that was Greek. And it's like to not is almost like saying, man, slavery ain't shit. And I rarely curse. But that's like saying slavery ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't nothing that we're not even gonna give you nothing. Like that's what the federal government is saying. But they're like, yo, but we're all prestigious and we're honored, honorable and, and all that and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But um again I ran about this so so I'm blue in the face and I'm pretty done. But um that's that's all I got. To leave it on a on a closing note, I guess just if you can get a, a little bit better every day, you know you'll continuously improve and be better than your competition because you competing with the next man. Best best believe that. Get your weight up, upgrade <laughs> America. Uh, I guess all I got is um, keep fighting the fight. Um, it's it sucks. It's gonna be days you're tired, days you're up. You know, um, but keep fighting the fight. That's all you can do. And then as far as um, another thing that's not spoken about is regarding slavery and all that is most a good percentage of insurance companies, um, banks, oil, every every facet of society has contributed to slavery. Our institutions of higher learning like Georgetown, Harvard, all this. So when y'all think of just wealthy white plantation, no, it's 
insurance. It's, oh, yeah. Everything was tied into slavery. That's how we became America, is oh, through our ancestors' out. free labor, basically. And also ingenuity. We invented damn near everything. We don't talk about that. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a whole another episode we probably have to do. But I just want to leave it on that note. More, more uh, food for the trolls. Yep. But yeah, yo, stay blessed, stay educated, do your due diligence, and like, if you are a real, genuine, kind-hearted person, then you gotta look back on 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 history, and, and surely you must feel compelled to repair. But it is what it is. Upgrade America. Just the facts, ladies and germs. Just the facts. Please catch you on the next episode.